Today's podcast is brought to you by Grasshopper Mowers. With Grasshopper Mowers, nothing gets in the way of hashtag MoDay. Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody <laughs> wore out to their wits end, and now you're going to hand them a rifle. <laughs> is that really a good idea? I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug, and she made that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. You hear that? It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. All right, take two, Landon. I promise this will be a good intro. Landon Nolan with us as always. What's the uh, what's the summer shaping up to look like there, Landon? Oh, it's shaping up to look like 2011, Brent. Shut your shut your mouth when you're talking to me, because. I I am actually I have been the last person to get into the 2011 camp every time somebody mentions 2011 and even I am starting to get a little nervous because the forecast we've already have we already hit we've already hit 100 at least once have we hit it more than once I think we hit it Saturday and Sunday I know I heard from two different people they saw 103 on their car on Saturday yeah I think we set records both days I know that one of the days is like the earliest we've ever hit 100 since record keeping so that's always a good sign I guess of things to come but um it's really not so we've got most all our corn in the ground landed if that makes her for grain feel any better Makes us feel a little better. Yeah. Well, it all got blown out, and we just decided to call it a year on it, so we're not going to water any more <laughs> of it. <laughs> you just planted a bunch of cotton and insured the crap out of it. <laughs> well, this so this is the actual year we don't really want to hell out because we can't buy enough insurance to cover the price coverage that this stuff has this year. So mm-hmm. um, we really are. So they're only letting you buy seven hundred dollars of coverage on your corn. Now I don't know if that means. If that's a law or if that's just what the uh, individual company is, like if you can go to another company and buy more. But um, I know at least the company that we deal with, they're only they're only selling $700 worth of crop hail, which if you don't have storms, you don't have clouds, you don't have anything of that type of thing, any sort of that type of thing, you're not going to have to worry about getting a crop held out. So chances are we'll have a crappy crop because you can't get a, of a crappy crop held out. But even this year, a crappy crop probably not going to be too bad as long as it makes something as much as Landon is going to shell out and pay for it. Right. Oh yeah. So, uh, what, what is the planning progress in the Desmouth County Landon? Do you do a survey with NAS or anything like that? Planning progress in, in Desmouth County, Texas or just in, in just in the Hereford grain, uh, greater metropolitan area. I'm kind of breaking up here. Your internet, your internet connection <laughs> is, your internet connection is unstable. It better not be. I got freaking fiber to the house. It's a, it's unstable at best. Yeah, that's for sure. It needs some Xanax or something. Is that better now? That's better. Okay. So were you, saying, were you asking about the 
what, planning progress yeah, in our area. Or, yeah. Or the do y'all do y'all do Hereford Grain does a planning progress report every Monday, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. We don't even our, our website's still from like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. three. Does it does it say under construction to be construction. to be re- <laughs> to be released summer of twenty yeah. of twenty sixteen or something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we're we're hearing more and more guys planting around here. I'd I'd probably say we're 30, 35%. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess it is what, May 11th. So I, they still, I mean, that's a, that's a guess. I mean, yeah, probably more like 12%, but who knows? Well, we have a nephew that likes to plant almost around the clock. So we're pretty much 98%. We've got a couple circles left to go, but they're on purpose. And y'all bring in like 19% of our grains. So in this area, you know. We're doing good. <laughs> everybody, everybody can't be big time operators like we can, Landon. You know how that rolls. True. That's true. <laughs> but um, no, so we got we got probably half of I don't know half of it's up out of the ground yet, but it's a third of it. Um, of course, with these ninety degree or hundred degree days, I should say it doesn't take very long for corn to um, emerge out of the surface of Mother Earth. So yeah, but that's um, that's how it goes sometimes so we're gonna actually got the cotton planter started and he's already got a couple circles planted right now and so we get to have the nerve-wracking uh action of watering cotton up and trying to get across trying to get across it um, across it fast enough and then get back to the other side before it dries out and <laughs> it dies because you can't plant cotton very deep so um you have to Plus, kinda... cotton's gonna be kind of rough when it's blowing 60 to 60 miles an hour every other day yeah, well, and when you have uh, good farming practices like we do, and you don't have anything that blows because we have cover crops and residue all over the place, you don't lose that. You don't have that problem. So you know you don't have to worry. That's right. Now, but no, I, as I was telling you before we started recording, um, there's you know there's a few spots there on the edge of the fields where we had to you know all the traffic we have from the corn harvest and the grain carts and trucks and stuff will actually plow up and rip a little bit. But I mean, it's like a quarter of an acre or something. And um, just those little spots that we planted that were bare, um, that was last Sunday when, uh, was it? Yeah, last Sunday when we uh, had that huge storm in Hereford. Well, hail storm. There wasn't any rain in it. But um, um, it, it was amazing how much just those little spots it burned up. But it, like I said, it's not going to hurt it because, heck, that corn has just emerged. So, heck, they will, if you have a hail on corn, hell, they won't even start paying you until after it's like, what six leaves or something so uh, mm-hmm. that corn's pretty pretty darn resilient so but uh yeah i put on twitter so herford had a mat i mean i would say you would you say it was like one of the stoutest hailstorms you can remember in recent past recent Man, memory I, I mean I, I saw one video of it it looked it looked pretty rough yeah everybody i talked to you said that stuff was coming in sideways yeah so some people said that a lot of the break breakage on the windows wasn't a direct hit it was actually a ricochet from the ground first and really? up, up into the window. I don't, I don't know how our office did not lose any windows because yeah, the folks I'm, next door lost almost all of them. I mean, the tire shop down there they yeah. lost a bunch. So our ch- our church has an education building where our oh, cult where man. we have our cult meetings at, and um, <laughs> and we sacrifice the firstborn. But um, no, the south side of that education building is pretty much seventy percent glass. Uh, just windows all up and down that south face of that building. And I mean, it got probably all but 
I mean, it got 80% of the windows on that thing. So. Yeah, it looks like y'all had a real fire drill. <laughs> it, it really does. It, 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 up the windows. <laughs> it, it looks like it looks like Paris in about 1942 is what it looks like. So it looks like Germany okay. just came in there and firebombed that whole son of a bitch. But uh, anyway, they had the uh, local hardware store probably going to have a pretty good quarter because of all the uh, plywood and... Um, nails yeah. that they sold this uh just this past week so um yeah after after hours auto glass is going to actually be working after hours yeah probably. they're gonna yeah, they're gonna actually live up to their name but uh i said on twitter the day after that storm was like herford now looks like the uh geriatric swim class underwater because there ain't nothing but <laughs> dimples all over the place on i mean this stuff took out freaking stucco brick i mean chunks oh, yeah. out of it i think did you the, see those did you see those houses next to the next to the napa Next to the Napa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're siding. That old Napa store. Then a Napta. Some, we had a guy work for. He called it Napta, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, the old siding didn't really uh, stand up too well to that. Uh, and I don't even really think it was. And it looks like those houses in the movie The Birds when the, oh, when the oh, birds man, got done, they like trying to get into people's houses. Alfred Hitchcock was ahead of his time, man. If he had the technology we have now, oh. Landon froze. There he is. Okay. Why is my internet ca- connection unstable? That's what I want to know. Because I know it's not wet. Go back to dial up. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back to the freaking modem. But um, no, dude, Alfred Hitchcock, he was ahead of his time because if he had CGI, can you imagine the messed up stuff he could have come up with? Oh, man. Oh, man. It'd be so legit. But yeah, it's. Um, I think the only building that didn't. I mean, it, the way it still got its windows, but the marble courthouse, I don't think it, I don't think it took out any of the marble. I'm pretty sure that stood up. That could stand up to a pretty much a nuclear attack because, <laughs> but uh, they did take out uh, did take out a lot of windows and um, there I heck they, there's no telling. I mean it's well into the millions of how much damage that did across the city. And I I would say you know about two thirds of the city, the east side of the city was a uh, was affected in some way or another. We just mm-hmm. had we had um we got one place that's just due north of Hereford and kind of on the due north and just a little east and it didn't get any of the hail but it got um the heavy winds and uh, there were four uh power poles that got knocked down in a row anyway so we obviously we lost electricity over there and so we got a disconnect on the road and we're doing farm talk today landon and um <laughs> let's see but we gotta make i better make sure i'm still recording because this piece of shit you know what that would be a good time to lead into our first spot for grasshopper mower so why don't we ask Grasshopper to take over for the next minute. It doesn't matter whether you're on the backfield or the front yard. On Mo Day, perfection is a game of inches. It's a battle of fence line and fierce terrain. Out there, on that Grasshopper mower, you don't let anything stop your stripes. Nothing stands in the way of a job well done. For more on Mo Day and Grasshopper mowers, Visit grasshoppermower.com. This grasshoppermower.com. I'm going to have to try to get that some way. I'm going to have to get the audio settings set up. Well, we're back. So anyway, I don't know if that was really a teaser going into the commercial break, but whatever. So we got the disconnect on the side of, on the road. So you don't have to drive all the way down to, you know, cut off a couple things that are in the middle of the field. And this is the same that night when we had that storm, we lost electricity. So we had to cut everything, kill everything off. So I go and turn, pull the disconnect down. This is a pretty new disconnect. It's not old. It's not rusty or whatever. You know, 
looks fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Everything's, you know, you always want to look for black or anything, kind of typically after a storm. But um, anyway, did that, pulled it down, and we got everything shut off. Went, of course, this is at nighttime and everything, so went home. The next day or so, we come back, and we got a hydrant on the top of the line, <laughs> popped off. And um, so I was like, well, I know we turned everything off anyway. Long story short, get over there. The well that is on that line that goes to that disconnect is still running. I'm like, oh, shit. So apparently we hadn't opened it up yet, but the disconnect, the pins inside that disconnect must have gotten melt welded together from that storm because it was a still a live line. So um, anyway, that's a little public service announcement for all you uh, farmers out there that still have enough water to justify having wells and sprinklers. That um, it's, I mean... It looked fine. I mean, there was really no reason to not think it was fine because it was a new, I mean, it's pretty new. You know, it's only two or three years old. We put it, we had it put in. And anyway, so from now on, well, until we get the power pulled, because you have to go get a temporary disconnect, pull the power down and have the electricians get in there and either probably just completely reset or replace the whole thing. But that's what you got to do. You got to be safe. You can never be too, too careful around that stuff. So. Landon, any scary electrical stories? We are we are live, Landon. Great story. <laughs> you are are you are you listening? We're doing a podcast. I am, dude. Half the time it sounds like you're Chewbacca singing a ballad. Oh, really? Is it that my? It's unstable. <laughs> Do you have any scary electrical close call stories, Landon? Do you not hear me? Now I can. It's kind of in and out. Maybe it's your connection. I don't think so. Mine's pretty solid. Well, do I need to do this? I'll do a speed test right now. I don't know why. I mean, I need to go. All my porn's coming up just fine. So <laughs> all your all your uh, OnlyFans stuff. All right, I'm gonna pull. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. I should. Uh, I. I mean, I, I'm signed on. I'm not signed on that since I'm on the deal. I get whatever I want, but. I've got up to a gig, even though the equipment pretty much will only handle like 256 megs. But uh, let's see, speed services test. We're going to go no, over here. Sounds good. No, I kept having a deal that came up that said um, internet connection unstable. So um, I think, okay, here we go. Speedtest.coop. Download speed. Oh, yeah, my ping is very huge. The jitter is very bad. And my download speed is way down. It's only 12, 13 megs, and it should be like 250. So something went wrong. I wonder if it's my network card. There's no telling what it is. But even 18, 19 megs is pretty decent. I mean, just to do something like this, do a Zoom call. Of course, the upload is pretty crappy, so maybe that's where I'm at. It keeps dropping. It's dropping. It's down to 0.5, down to 0.4, down to point. Three eight seven six five four three two, something went wrong. So I don't want maybe it fried my network card or something. But anyway, we're not gonna we're gonna abort that. So, Landon, I'm really interested. Let's get back to what we were really good at is talking about guys that grow a penis on their arm. Now, Landon, are you familiar with the arm penis growing um, phenomenon? I am not. <laughs> are you now that you've looked it up and you have all these pop up ads on your computer? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> you're, gonna have to, you're gonna have to explain this one. So I'm on the DailyMail.com, and I, I 
I don't go to the Daily Mail very often because I keep forgetting, and I know why. Well, I don't know why, but I just don't ever use it. But it has got more freaking, I don't know if this is like their National Enquirer or like this is a legit, if this is a legit like news service or whatever. But um, it's got like, I don't know how many different, not pop-ups, but just all those little video ads everywhere. Anyway, so from the Daily Mail, a father, 47, whose penis fell off due to a blood infection reveals how he lived with a new one attached to his arm for six years as he said he burned it while cooking and hit relatives in the face with his genitals while hugging. <laughs> do, you, do you think this guy was a very... Do you think this guy was a very um, diligent mask wearer? Probably. <laughs> you think? Oh, you really think he was? I figured he kind of put that. You know, I've always heard about people like wearing their heart on their shoulder. <laughs> I've <laughs> never heard somebody putting a dick on their arm. I don't. I don't know about a mask, but I hope he wore long sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so. I mean, I wouldn't even put a tattoo of a penis on my arm. Okay. No. So, and you know, like the old ladies, they have the flabby underarms, you know, when they go to clapping, it just looks like a, what yeah, Kramer say, looks like a <laughs> flabby arm spanking machine. <laughs> but, um, so the Daily Mail here. Okay. A man who spent six years with a penis on his arm after an operation went wrong has revealed the difficulties caused by the unusual genitalia placement. Including struggling, I would, I would say that is an operation gone very, very wrong. <laughs> Do you think it happened in one of those like surgical like auditoriums where all the doc, like on the Junior Men episode, where people come in to watch it? Wouldn't you think somebody would speak up and go, "Hey, that's an arm"? And <laughs> <laughs> so now you know why when people are getting something amputated, they like write it themselves. Like this, this one's one stupid. Hair. Yeah. Yeah. So Malcolm McDonald, 47, from Thetford in Norfolk, who appeared on Channel 4 as the man with a penis on his arm last night. <laughs> now, the way I read that, that's a, like a regular like show. Like they title yeah. it as, Welcome to another episode of The Man with a Penis on His Arm. <laughs> that's, a, that's one of those domain names you just hope isn't taken yet. Oh, man. <laughs> you'd, be a, you'd be an overnight millionaire. Okay, so he had his penis amputated in 2014 after a blood infection caused it to decay, though his testes remained intact. In 15, doctors revealed he could have a new one grafted from the skin on his arm in a 50,000, and this is England, so 50,000-pound NHS-funded op. However, a lack of oxygen in his blood during surgery meant donors, doctors had to abort midway and stuck the six-inch penis to his left arm, quote, temporarily. <laughs> I would like to know what a permanent one, how I would be any different. Hospital delays followed by the COVID pandemic. How is this not a Family Guy or a South Park episode? That's what I want to know. Hosp hospital delays followed by the COVID pandemic meant the appendage stayed there for six years, making his life a misery. So I'm guessing he still didn't, I mean, how did he, he didn't pee because I know they didn't like plumb his ear. <laughs> yeah, you're just peeing like this. <laughs> man, he would just completely wear that joke out. I was like, man, dude, don't you hate it when you pee on your hand? <laughs> he could, he could, he could either sing, I'm a little teapot or I'm a big teapot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Landon, that was pretty quick so, one there. 
So instead of shoulder blades, is it shoulder balls? <laughs> oh God, man! No, I'm. It's like I said, you know, some people wear their heart on their sleeve, but I never heard of a penis on their arm. So viewers were stunned when so so do they like fuzz out his arm? You know when you know like on family like during family hours on television why are they fuzzing his arm out like does he have a bad like a naked lady tattoo on his arm no that's his dick (laughs) no it's his feature penis (laughs) so viewers were stunned watching the program last night in which malcolm described the penis falling off of his sleeve we're gonna have to put an uh, explicit deal on this one while shopping at so instead of your forearm, it's your foreskin arm. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't run out, do you? <laughs> Viewers were stunned watching the program last night in which Malcolm described the penis falling out of his sleeve while shopping and even hitting his loved ones in the face while he hugged them. <laughs> One wrote, Channel 4, you have outdone yourself. Even for me, this is too much. Another mm-hmm. commented, I see Channel 4 has excelled themselves again this evening. <laughs> yeah, so they got this uh, gallery of pictures of him, and they've got his arm, and it's just all pixelated out. They got the penis pixelated out. They they could have literally, <laughs> they could have literally stuck this anywhere else on his body. They could have stuck it. In, they could have stuck it on a different part of his arm. Does she have toe thumbs? <laughs> Nobody's got a dick arm. <laughs> why can't why can't they just stick it like close to where it's supposed to go? <laughs> That's what I wondered. You know, I mean, okay, so it's a little off centered. And why is this guy hugging? Hmm. I mean, even a that, that, <laughs> even a high know. five would be extremely awkward. <laughs> I don't I don't know what arm that thing is on, but that that guy would get a fist bump at most. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's on his left arm, so I'm wondering if he's a righty. I don't know. Mm. I would think I'd want it on my left arm. Imagine if you're that is that that is one handshake I would break off first. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to get to the death grip a handshake guy, but we may not have time. So speaking in a new documentary which aired last night on Channel Four, Malcolm explained how he had done more and more drugs after becoming homeless when his relationship fell apart. <laughs> I'm just trying to read between the lines here, but I'm thinking he <laughs> he explained he did more and more drugs because he had a dick growing on his arm. Okay, but speaking before the operation, he explained, I'm an everyday man that does the same things everyday men do, but I don't have a, pen- have a penis. I'm a regular guy. Sometimes I run over women with my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 12 years ago, I had a nice, I had a job, had a nice partner. My baby comes along. Relationship ain't too good. This dude's grammar is because I'm reading this verbatim. His his language ain't too. His grammar ain't too wayno. The dude's the dude's got a phallus on his arm. Just <laughs> just leave his grammar mm-hmm. alone. So do you think if <laughs> if they if they ever got arrested, if he ever got arrested, would they not only fingerprint him, but they would always also? <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like they'd be like. They'd be like, get your arms up. And they're like, oh my God, put them down. <laughs> Can we just take a mugshot of, of Malcolm here? <laughs> so t- 12 years ago, had a nice had a job, a nice partner. My baby comes along. Relationship ain't too good. We end up splitting up. A friend of mine had a garage, got set up with a sofa and a tele- and, a- and the telly. Well, now, before I forget, we got to get in grasshopper mowers one more time. 
Take it away, Grasshopper. It doesn't matter whether you're on the backfield or the front yard. On Mo Day, perfection is a game of inches. It's a battle of fence line and fierce terrain. Out there, on that grasshopper mower, you don't let anything stop your stripes. Nothing stands in the way of a job well done. For more on Mo Day and Grasshopper Mowers, visit grasshoppermower.com. Oh, God. And it, so now they have all these. I don't know if these are tweets or maybe this is Instagram. It looks like some different social. Maybe that's Reddit or something. So he became a hashtag, hashtag the man with the penis on his arm. That is the longest hashtag I have ever seen that I didn't like quit on it halfway through. So after being made homeless, Malcolm developed a long-term perineum infection between the scrotum and the anus. Okay, and now I'm starting to feel bad for this guy. He said he had abscesses which swelled up the size of a tennis ball and popped, and the infection escalated into sepsis, turning his fingers, toes, and penis black. So now below this, they have a diagram of how how it fell off, what caused it to fall off, and how they reattached it or grew a new one to his arm. So he said he had abscess. Okay, we, when someone has sepsis, a serious blood infection, the blood begins to clot and pre- prevent vital nutrients and oxygen getting to the furthest parts of the body. Hey, I don't know about you, but that's the furthest part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he explained, my toes started going black and everything else. I went to the toilet and it fell off. I believe I would start taking a lot of drugs too, Landon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, your first thought would be, how do you imagine just going to the bathroom and your penis falls off? <laughs> no, no, I can't. To be honest, I, I can't imagine that. So, Man, that yeah, that, that would that would be something. So he threw his penis in the bin with medics originally telling him they could only roll up the remaining stump like a sausage roll. Oh, God. Why are we doing this? For the next two years. <laughs> For the next two years, he became a recluse, turning to alcohol and feeling like a shadow of a man. Believing he'd left with a lifelong stump, the former mechanic, who is now on benefits, became a recluse. Yeah, I don't blame him. He drank 18 pints a day, and you know, with a beer, of course, and often start drinking every morning. So maybe if we can split off from this, because that's a perfect segue into what I saw and my wife saw on the way to church last Sunday morning at 9.30 in the morning. We pulled up to the intersection, and this fellow pulled up next to us. We were in the turning lane. He pulled up next to us, and this cat, I mean, he was just in a regular, oh, you know, small SUV. And he had not a 12-er, not an 18. He had a good solid 24-ounce Modelo can, not like down between his legs, not like down by his side, not in a lower cup. He had like in the like mid-range cup holder, and he was just slamming that thing. And he just kind of looked over at us and just kind of looked back towards us, waiting for the green light to show up. And, I mean, it wasn't a spit can. You know, people can use spit cans. But this was a fresh Modelo at 930 on a Sunday morning. This dude was total legit alky. I mean, that was impressive. I'm drinking a Corona, but it's at 927 on a Wednesday night. That is crazy. And it wasn't like he was some college kid, you know. Oh, man, we're going to get crazy this morning. This is a true alky. So, um, where do you think he was headed? 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was going to get a penis attached to his arm. I c- couldn't tell. But um, I don't know if anybody wants to really go through how they do this. But um, they basically... Why don't you, I'm going to let everybody look it up. Look it up. I'm going to go down here to a quote. He said, I effing slap myself... <laughs> I effing slap myself in the eye with it. It's a dead weight. When you cuddle your nan at Christmas, you hit her in the eye. I went to Wait Rose. There was an old lady there that needed some help. It fell out of the bandage and fell out on her head. I could have given her a heart attack, mate. <laughs> when I'm cooking, it burns. I can't use the back hob. <laughs> of course, I feel like less of a man. I ain't got a penis. I'm not a man, am I? Well, you do, dude. It's just not where it usually is. It's on your arm. So, okay, so there's one picture here. It's got his arm, and of course it's pixelated out, and it looks like there's two darts in the side of his arm, like barroom darts. He revealed the difficult and embarrassing situations he's faced, showing how he would tuck darts under his penis in a party trick. The key, I guess he's a... So the Keen Dots player also spoke of learning to tuck his darts under it. He was unable to wear short sleeve tops in public and couldn't go swimming with his two children for fear of embarrassment. Has this guy ever heard of what are, what are those sleeves they call like compression sleeves? Can he not just wear that? And if somebody asks, it's just an abscess? I mean, how big is this thing? They're not going to show it and I'm not going to go looking for yeah, it. Is it, like, is it like a Ron Jeremy thing on his arm? I know, right? It's not, yeah. So... Uh, the separated father of two said, the first thing I did was look down and I was like, oh my, oh my days. They got it right this time. I feel like a real man again. Oh, oh, this is after a nine hour surgery where they put it back where it belongs. Okay. So the, um, shaft was detached from his forearm, allowing it to hang freely and form naturally a skin and tissue. The surgery is intricate and usually involves plastic surgeons, urologists, and a full, the full cast of jackass. <laughs> the blood vessels and nerves between the arm and it were divided and the member is removed. Oh, wow. Said he will be able to have sex again as doctors install two tubes, which enable him to get all the mechanics going. So my, my luck in life hasn't been too good so far, but it can only go bad for so long, can't it? Can you imagine six years of your life with the... It, okay. This sounds like this guy could have made it a little easier on himself. Long sleeves all the time, compression hose or whatever you call them, you put on your arms, maybe a small belt to go around it. <laughs> I mean, to really keep it from flopping out. I mean, okay, yeah. So they finally have a picture, a picture of him. He's an older guy, or I mean, he's looks like he's in his sixties or something. So not older, but oh no, it said forty-seven, didn't it? Yeah, forty-seven. He looks older than forty-seven. I would, I would look more than well, older than forty-seven after having a dick on my arm. Well, that that and having eighteen pints a day. Yeah, that'll that'll age. He doesn't really have that red neck alcoholic look, though. He, of course, that's England, so maybe it's a, maybe it's a, it's it's a more um, pristine alcohol over there. So anyway. Landon, what would you do if you woke up with one on your arm? If I woke up with a penis on my uh-huh. arm? <laughs> hey, okay, wait, wait, let me rephrase that. 
What would you do? What would you do if you woke up with one on your arm, attached or otherwise? (laughs) (laughs) First thing I'm gonna do is 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 grab a gun, (laughs) then then try to figure out what's going on from there. I mean, because if you if you touch if you thump it and you hear somebody else say "ow," that that would be the last time I use Nyquil. That was not the best sleep I ever had. Oh <laughs> God, yeah, that was not a sound sleep. Oh. I'm more, I'm more wondering what I would do if, like, I was going to the bathroom and it just fell off. Like, huh? That would be a point, a poignant day in your uh, in your life. Yeah, it'd be one you probably wouldn't forget. I wouldn't, because it's just you always expect. It's just kind of like you're you always expect it to be there. I mean, how yeah. many how many times do men touch it every day? I mean, not not <laughs> even consciously. You know, it's just what it, it, you know. It's just something you do as a dude, or you know, a dude pretending to be a girl. I couldn't imagine. I don't think I'd have them put it on my arm. It seems like leg would be easier. Yeah, I mean, a leg. Um, I I would put it, of course. I'm sure there's a. I know obviously there's a reason they did it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at least put it under like your under under your arm or something. You have to use a little extra deodorant, but you know. Can you le- imagine doing like curls in the gym and you got this freaking dawn on your forearm or what? <laughs> I thought and I thought tattoos were <laughs> they were a little gross, but um, that's the real deal, man. That is the real McCoy. But um, yeah, so great story to uh, really come back uh, on the week. So uh, let's see, Landon, how far are we getting? In? Surely we we've milked this dick on the arm for as long as we can. Yeah, we're to get thirty minutes, Landon. Landon, what um, you got anything going on in the next few days? Um, you're not you're not softballing anymore. No, I'm too old for that. Um, no, we. We play some golf here and there. We play the old par three course usually. The little one gets to run around, but other than that, not much. Not much. So, um, I did want to get this in while it was still fresh on my mind. Everybody know or not? I don't know. He's a fixture in Ag Twitter. Told Tom Tensith. We had him on the podcast here a year or so ago, and um, I guess he had just celebrated an anniversary with his great and wonderful and beautiful wife. And um, I have him on Facebook. And there was a nice little old lady that left a really endearing comment, and I just I couldn't help but laugh. But it says, "We love you guys. Y'all are such a great couple. I, we have always enjoyed watching you love each other." <laughs> just like, do you know what you're saying? Because I don't think you may know what I don't think that means what you think it means. Yeah. But when you're perpetually 12 years old, that's what you first thing you think of. But I just kind of died laughing when I saw that. So. Maybe oh Tommy Tins will um maybe he'll uh, catch wind of that and he can give us a hard time for it. But um yeah, so we're uh, we got a couple uh flag football games coming up on Sunday, so the boys can be I guess I'm gonna have to cancel my tea times because I didn't know we were already having games again, but we're having it, so hey, you gotta do your priorities. But um forecast is you know, we had the we had a storm yesterday, but no rain. A whole bunch of wind. It's just, and now it's going to get. I mean, it just does not look promising for the foreseeable future, and we're already 
I mean, it's going to be high nine. They've kind of backed off a little bit. They got out of the hundreds, but the uh, low nineties or the mid nineties for days on it. But it's May. It's not July. That's what's really concerning everybody. So anyway, Landon, um, Rangers are starting to make a little comeback. They're only about four, three games uh, under five hundred now, so that's kind of promising. But um, I, I kept asking them why did they take Martin Perez back, but then he almost freaking throws a no hitter. So, um, or hell, he almost threw a perfect game there for about seven eight innings. But anyway, he's still he's doing good now. So I guess I better not say anything. What uh, wasn't there some excitement out of Dallas? Was it the Dallas Mavericks game? Some kid with a jersey. Yeah, I think he pushed one of Somebody's, the Sun players' bombs or something yeah. and got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. So great, great, great times in sport action. But, um, well, Landon, where does everybody find you on Twitter? Uh, no twit, Landon, 44. And you can find me at Trader Brent. And then, of course, you can find the Dryline Farmer podcast everywhere podcasts are found on the internet. And, of course, find us on the Global Ag Network as well. Check out Grasshopper Mowers, they are some great machines they'll get it i bet they'll get it hopping so guys until and also we always want to never forget to mention our good friend casey seymour over there on the moving iron podcast with his good buddy aaron the fentanyl fintel and um, they'll they talk all things equipment and um all that good stuff so guys until next time we're gonna get out of here we're gonna go plant some more cotton and hopefully maybe get it out of the ground so until next time guys y'all stay safe y'all stay cool and we'll ask you What's up, Are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this the Dryline Farmer Podcast.